Hello everyone. It's like I'm wearing a hat, isn't it? So we're going to move from wearing an American one to... Hi, from Australia! What's going on there? Silent Road 76. Australia? Are you mad? It must be like four in the morning. What time is it in... I'm going to find out. Hang on a minute. I'm going to find out. Dave should be here soon. He's in a lay-by, I think he is. He's, he's trying to get onto uh, Wi-Fi. What time is it in Australia? He's, he's listening. What's the matter with you? Um, anyway, brilliant. Look, 100 people already. Bang. It's four. Thank you. Right. No, you're lying. Can't be 4 p.m. in Australia. You're such a fibber. 2 a.m. Oh, no, I see. That's when you did it. All right, I've just insulted... Uh, Australian friends. Um, so, 2am, 2am in Australia. Thank you so much. Um, I'm very, feeling very privileged that you're here. Hello, Ian. Hello, Lynn. Um, thank you so much. Uh, just remind me, actually, because I, uh, as you well know, I'm incredibly civilised. And so I, and you know that I have a penchant for this. So I'm going to, while Dave's not here, I'm going to, clearly, Fortnum and Mason must think that I am the i'm i'm the brand that they want to forward this stuff and all their hampers right you keep your ferraris and stuff i don't i don't want to be sponsored by far i want fortnum and masons please you know now i've got my teapot which isn't the expensive fortnum and masons one and i've got a mug that janet gave me she's brilliant and that was ages ago but countess gray countess gray fortnum and mason loose tea can't say it enough that's what it is welcome everyone mm. Something called kafir et or something. So it's a terrible translation of something that just, I'm sorry, looks more ridiculous than my name. So what's that about? I'm insulting people again, but thank you so much and welcome. How are you? Um, perhaps if you could write your name phonetically. No, not phonetically. That's not going to help. Telling me out. We were discussing this because Sophia Chowdhury can. Sophia is, uh, she comes from um, Cannes Communications, Cannes Communications, and she was great. She was the one who interviewed me on my other uh, YouTube channel, Harry Tangy, and, oh, and she was saying on a Twitter that, on a tweet, how everyone gets her name wrong. It's really getting frustrated. She's called Sophia, S-O-F-I-A, but people put P-H, and I must admit, first time I was thinking, is it this way, or, and then say it's Sophie, and it can be annoying. So... My dad was Nigel Tangi, and he was he was the uh, the head um, of the year in Dartmouth Naval College um, about a million years ago, and he won King George's uh, sword. Right, that was some bloke for the Queen, and they presented him they as Niggle Tingle instead of Nigel Tangi. So it's something, Tangi is a name that, yeah, you know, I say and people go, oh, is that how you pronounce it? And I have to say, yeah, it's, it's spelt like with a G, with a hard G. Dave's not here. You can see I'm filling here, can't you? Um, I'll tell him what he's up to in a minute. Um, what's that? Fortnum Nations, the brew of the discerning copper. Yes, J.D. Edwards. That's it is. Um, yeah, but so I say it's Tangi with a G, hard G. Do you know, when I was in Dawlish, and this would have been about 28 years ago, the little, the little youngsters there, I was going to call them yoblets. The little, you know, the mischievous tykes who used to speed around in their cars and nick car stereos and stuff. And they used to say, 
Um, they just say orange, like as in Dave's coming. Dave's here. Look, Dave's. They just used to call me oranges, and I thought that's I'm stay as in, as in tango. So I, I I was quite happy with that. I wasn't going to tell him off for that. I can think of a lot worse. I'm going to bring Dave in. Look, 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 look. He's action. He's out in the street. Our reporter is out there. Can you hear us, Dave? I can hear you. I hope it's nice and warm in the studio, Harry, because it's flipping cold out here. <laughs> How mate, doing, mate? Well, tell me what are you do. I'm just gonna have a slurp of my nice warm tea. Stand by a minute. Oh, uh, uh, I need to <sighs> Why do I? Buy Becky, you can turn the heating down a bit, love, because it is getting a little bit. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. What are you doing? I'm trying to get you some, some, some action stuff, and this is how you repay me. I've just turned you over. Did that work? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So. It's better than turning me on, Dave. But. Here we go. <laughs> I bet I'm sure I'm capable of that as well. Oh, I've got rid of you. Hang on. Clearly. Back. Clearly. Back. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so, what have I been doing? So, uh, you know, we do dog training and we do behavioural work as well. Uh, we had a call about some urgent, um, really quite um, challenging uh, behavioural issues. Um, this dog needs help. Uh, this dog is rescued from a puppy farm, and we can only imagine what happened to the dog uh, on the right. puppy farm. And consequently, when anybody comes into her house, she goes on the attack. She, obviously, she had puppies. Um, I can only assume from her behavior what um, happened to her in the puppy farm. And she goes on the defensive straight away. So she would have been looking after her pups, potentially. She would have been looking after herself. And, of course, the worse her behavior got, I can only imagine the worse the staff were. What's the dog her. again? Sorry, what breed? Um, she is uh, a herder, I believe. Chihuahua. Uh, so she's, a what? Um, a Dutch, a, some sort of herder. Um, right. So a Dutch herder, something like that. Um, hey. There's probably a bit of a mix in there as well. So she's uh, she's big-ish. Uh, she's very strong and very powerful. Um, and hmm. she's... She, you know, she's rehearsed this behaviour to, I guess, protect herself and to protect her pups. And now, but now she lives in the real world, and so she's just got a little bit of learning to do uh, around that. But even before I get into the address, because if I went into the address now, she would try and kill me. Um, right. It's about changing her association with the door, uh, everything to do with the door. So the doorbell, the door knocker, the letterbox, someone approaching the door. Uh, the door being opened um, and what we want from her going forward when those things happen. So it's, it's, it's counter conditioning. It's changing her conditioned mm. response to that yep. stimulus. And she's doing incredibly well, but um, it is a lot of work. I take my hat off to her new owner because um, they're doing an amazing job with her. Um, oh. and, it, and, they, and they know that it is a bit of a journey, but she is a sweetheart. She is a lovely, lovely dog. If you meet her out and about, she's a cuddle mm. monster and she loves people and she's mm. really nice with other dogs. But put her in so that you, you sound there. like you, you sound like one of those parents when their young children go and destroy cars, vandalise them, burgle houses, and they go, but little Jimmy's sweet. He's a lovely little boy. <laughs> but I know I'm more, I'm far more likely to... Um, to to forgive us uh, a, a lovely dog because as we know mate it's not their fault is it they've been conditioned to it in the puppy farm really that that's the point i was going to make you know it's never hmm. the fault never ever 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 
even if you know even if you go right back to genetics you know maybe there's something in her genes that makes her a little bit more disposition to 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 behave like that it's still not her fault it was the two people that put the two dogs together for her to be bred in the first place so it's always yeah. a human's fault somewhere so you know i love working with people like this because at the end of it you see a completely different dog that's able to relax in situations where they weren't able to and i and we do it all through positive reinforcement there's no nasty um, you know prong no. collars check collars no. or uh, electric collars or anything like that but um you yeah, need to do you need to do a tv survey you need to do a tv series one day mate or i'll come around with my camera and just yeah. let's, do, let's do one of those because you see some of them in america and all that'd be lovely to bring it into britain a bit more i'm sure there's yeah. been some something in the past but it won't have been nearly as good uh, yeah. Heidi's saying hi, Dave. But just just before we go on, because I'd be really interested in that. Um, actually, this is working out all right, Dave. I assumed you would let us down. Mick keeps saying, uh, first of all, just for anyone else, he says he keeps losing us. Um, oh. Can just uh, can we just get any information? You're fine. I keep getting you, Dave. I can we just get any, any other yeah. comments. Oh, am I coming through? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Hit, oh, you haven't frozen once for me, so. Oh, good. Okay, it might be you then, Mick. Somebody actually then said as well. Uh, Edwards, I think it was. Is I've got a plaster on my finger, and it means I can't scan down on my. I I, I slice. I, I broke a dish yesterday. I, I broke a dish yesterday, and uh, someone's going to freeze frame that now, aren't they? They're yeah, going to freeze frame that. Yeah. I, I broke one dish. One dish it was. And uh, it sliced a nice thing. And then Becky's Becky said every all all this morning and all last night, Harry's just been clearing your blood up everywhere. It's, oh, it sounds like it looks like a massacre. I thought I was being really careful. It was just bled like a pig. But anyway, moving on. Somebody said, um, "Have you uh, ever considered going to New Zealand when they were requesting um, uh, police officers to move from the UK there?" I know it's a bit random at the moment, but I wanted to answer that because I did have. I, I had some colleagues who, who did that many years ago, and you find that a lot of them actually come back. I've got a very good friend of mine who was in the Navy, and he went over there um, to, their, um, uh, to their military force, and the New, uh, New Zealand Defence Force. He went to New Zealand, yeah. Um, he, he was previously a submariner, so he wore submarines badges here, and of course they don't have submarines in New Zealand, so that completely confused everyone. He's now flying rescue helicopters for air sea rescue type things. So, well, we did. So, and I applied for New Zealand, and we got it. You did, we did you? Place. Yeah, we did. All that we had to do was resign from Hertfordshire, um, and uh, this was a long time ago. This was uh, 12, 13 years ago, maybe longer. Um, and it was. Oh, I'll tell you when it was. It was 2008. So it was the, literally the week that the economy went. <laughs> um, because yeah, we sold, right. We Changed house, everything. We had all the um, containers booked. Um, we had our dogs lined up because our dogs were coming with us. Dogs lined up to go to the vets and have all their jabs. And this, the guy who was buying our house, um, he contacted us the week after the uh, economy went south and said, well, I still don't want your house, but I'm going to give you 50 grand less. And yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the um, downturn hadn't hit New Zealand. I mean, it was instant here. Um, mm. And, and nothing happened to the house prices in New Zealand. So we, we faced losing some of our dreams. So we were going to have almost like a beachfront house in a beautiful part yeah. of town. And we ended up, uh, now looking because we're fifty grand less. Fifty grand out there is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We were looking at yeah. a house 
well inland and no land and also in the end we yeah. just went no you know what no no <laughs> it's brave of you to do that because both of you working people and things um yeah. and i i just well i suppose i'm in devon so I, i've always lived in sort of paradise as it is really to be honest i've wanted for nothing i just yeah. you know you know sometimes occasionally people swear now and then and we have to go and deal with them and <laughs> but otherwise you know <laughs> but I, to it's be honest really i haven't i just i just made it over the tamar mate from cornwall yeah. that's the how far i made it yeah my god that's scary as well though they're a bit strange the other side no, i'm joking they're wonderful and um, so we had we had to go to london and we did all our fitness tests and our interview and everything in london did you the, yeah um, yeah that's right yeah. my friend did that too the, see a uh, lot of people a lot of people they um, i i had a friend who when i was in plymouth and he went over there and um he they ended up getting divorced and he came back and he actually picked up his original numbers as well colour numbers oh wow so Blimey. yeah it was almost like it's so dangerous, isn't it? You've got to think, is it like Very a decider, right? This will make or break us type thing, yeah. you know? I mean, just to get the dogs out there, I think it was going to cost us about £8,000 or something just to get the dogs out there. So it's a very expensive uh, yeah. experiment. Um, but, I mean, yeah. some of the police stations out there are lovely. Some of the police stations are like one person uh, and no one else works with them. And they cover, uh, anybody who doesn't know, New Zealand is about roughly about the same land size as England. I think it's slightly bigger. Yeah, but it whereas is. We, whereas we have 70 million people, they have about three and a half million people. So yeah. there's a lot of um, a lot of empty space. But, I mean, it, it, I've got family out there and it, and it just looks absolutely stunning, some of it. Um, somebody actually asked here... Um, about any advice so i'm not going to because it wasn't enough just going to ask them for more details stephanie uh warren dave any tips as a wheelchair user and my pub is not keen on this i'm not entirely sure what you're referring to then unless dave does so stephanie if you could just dave, put a little bit more detail so stephanie, if, if you mean that your dogs is the, the wheelchair is new and your dog's not used to it then i would go back a few steps so mm. i would introduce the dog to the wheelchair first so don't take them straight out and, and hope that they'll walk next to you and be okay with the wheelchair. Uh, bring them, bring it back in, bring them in, maybe fold it up, make it smaller, feed them on it, uh, make them associate their wheelchair with something positive. Cause it is quite scary. If you've never seen, if you're a dog and you've never seen a wheelchair before or a bicycle or a shopping trolley, they are flipping scary. So just break that down a little bit and get the dog to see, see it in a different light in a rewarding light and then build it up from there. See, I had two Jack Russells, uh, uh, Parson Jack Russells, many years ago. I'll tell you how many years. 21 years ago. Right. And um, we had boy and girl twins, and we brought them into the house, and we put them in the sort of nursery thing. And we were, we don't know what the dogs are going to do. Are they just going to jump on it and dump, jump on them and shake them like a dead <laughs> 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 no, and we knew that one dog would growl, but he's never bitten, but he'd growl occasionally. And the other was like, you know, those dogs, it's a bit like Arthur, where you say you can never tell whether they will bite or not. But generally, there's those that you could pretty much be, you, they would very much surprise you if they did. And, and Polo yeah. was very much like that. And we just, we put, they laid them on the floor and we let the dogs just come around and sniff them you know, okay. in a good environment. So, yeah. yeah, well, well, we had two. So if we'd lost one, we had a spare baby, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Harry. If you were we just... the police, you'd be front page of the newspaper tomorrow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, 
<laughs> but obviously it was a little bit careful. But the main thing is as well is not to make sure to make sure there's not that tension, that tense. Oh, yeah. that, is that you know, I know the dogs as well. If my wife was there walking the dogs and there's another big dog, she, she would be sometimes she could be like, oh, Harry, just be careful. Get hold of it. Get hold of it. And yeah, the yeah. dog can sense this and goes, why? What's the matter? Who's going to kill us? You know, yeah. and um, when I just let him go free and it just sniffs and they move on, you know, there's no problem. But plus mine is only about that big. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Well, when we obviously had big, big dogs when we brought our uh, kids home, but uh, I'd always been told the story that when I came home, my dad walked in with me in his arms and our German Shepherd instantly accepted us. And so I went along the same lines with our dogs and they did. Our Staffordshire yeah. Terrier that we had at the time, she knew Gemma was pregnant before she did. And so when the baby came in the house, she was over the moon. She had a job to do. Yeah. She looked after the baby and um, and she was she was wonderful. But yeah, there's definitely uh, a good point there made by Harry about not making it this strange, scary thing. And so it's just normal. It's just normal. So the dogs just get on with it. Yeah, exactly. Mick, I'm glad you've got us. It was his reception that he was uh, he was overloading it with his comments, I think. When I, when I first got Ben, big lorries would scare him. I purposely walked him near the road to build up nice and jay, because I know you're such a nice guy as well. You wouldn't have just <laughs> thrown him at a lorry and said, get used to that. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, and this I came across this one, actually, Devon and Cornwall. I tell you what, this is a good one to follow. I'm just going to bring this one in. Uh, let's add this. It's always a bit risky when it's actually live, uh, live feed. <laughs> um, but DC police dogs, it's always a good one. Really, really good at, um, I recommend you follow this if you're interested in dogs at all. Um, so TPD Jerry uh, has, so there's obviously their G litter has arrived at a new home and is now settling in. Hopefully the, the D costers will get some sleep tonight. So basically i just you know it's so sweet these ones but Aww. uh future future police dogs um and i mean just look at it i mean i'll just they that's are, the i'll just bring this one up for the family the sort down, of um the guys down there know, really know what they're doing they've had you know hundreds of litters over the years they they, they put out incredible dogs um they have a wonderful puppy program and some, some incredible trainers. Uh, Finn very nearly had something to do with the F litter, but it didn't work out with timings. But uh, uh, yeah, oh, really? I mean, de de yeah, definitely an, an account to, to watch. So is it Paul down there? I mean, yes, what he does yes. With the pups is just amazing. Oh, and and what know, I love is, as well is that he, he, he makes, he creates really balanced German Shepherds. So if you ever met these German right. Shepherds on their day off, they'd be lovely. But when they're in the van and they're working and there's a threat, then they will meet it. Um, but then that's what, yeah. for me, that's what a German Shepherd is all about. The, the Germans bred them for a reason. And that's what they could live with a family, but also protect the family as well. So, yeah. I know, yeah, I know it's, it's very common with dog trainers, dog police dog um, handlers and things that they are a completely different breed on their own as well. Um, but I mean, Paul is is just amazing. He's obviously retired from the police, but he's taken on this this role for many years now for must be must have done it for 10 15 20 must have done it for 20 years now yeah. and you know you look at the internet and you see the videos of him releasing the hounds so to speak onto his garden it looks like some big outdoor adventure playground um it's just it's just lovely when you just want to chill out a bit and relax and just watch a load of these things yeah. running around um his videos lovely. yeah one um somebody actually says here uh, first of all, they said, did you name your dog after a film? Are they talking about, did you name it after a fish? 
but or <laughs> fish called Wonder, isn't it? I think. But um, is, if, is it? if anybody knows the Marvel comics um, uh, and the Marvel films, uh, all all of us we all love Marvel films in our family. Jamie, my eldest daughter, she's absolutely she's a bit of a geek when it comes to the Marvel films. Um, and so when we decided we were going to get a female pup, she she tried to work it in that it was going to be a, a, a Marvel character. Um, I think the Scarlet Witch doesn't really work. <laughs> Black Widow doesn't really work. <laughs> we ended up with, with Wanda. And it does really suit her because, you know, her breed as well. We know that she really is going to go and wander. So, um, yeah, she's lovely. That's it. Oh, good. Yeah, Paul Glennon is the puppy guru. Thank you. Jackie, um, always dog first. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's such a lovely guy. Um, hey, I've got some news for you, Dave. This is the first. Um, I think I can, um, so and th I, I think I can put this out now. Um, that one there, let's have a look at this one. Right, well, first of all, we need to put this on. All right, ta-da! Right, okay, so the good news Yay! is good. But we aren't quite there yet. Next Friday, the government have made time for one sitting and Finslow Part 2 is on the list. Although we are last on the list, so that's not so good. We're going to be knocked off the end of it if we're not careful. Is that likely, Dave? So we need to keep that pressure up in Don't case time know, runs mate. out. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. What we hope is that, obviously, if we... So I can't remember how many bills there are. I, think, I want to say six or eight. And I don't know how long the session is next Friday. Yeah. But we are last. So, you know, the, the bills could get talked out. It's called filibustering. Filibustering. Could yes. Filibustering. And to be honest, he used to be. He did. I, I'm, He's brilliant. He used to be it. the best at it. I. He, he used to be the best at it, didn't he? An expert at it. But what, what it shows is he's he listened. Um, so uh, we had an amazing response on Facebook uh, and, and Instagram and Twitter as well when we put on that we needed your help and we needed people to email him. And we estimate that he had about 500 emails from uh, from Finn's followers saying fun yeah. time. Um, and he had pressure from inside the house as well and from other, other groups and organisations. And he's listened. Um, so, that, I mean, that's for me, that's that's um, uh, democracy, democratic yeah. politics at its best. Um, so well done yeah. to everybody. Cool. But like I said in my post, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> I'll be watching with, you know... Um, uh, with you know, very closely next Friday, and if we do run out of time, then we will definitely need that repeat, um, polite pressure to the leader to say, "Come on, find us another Friday. You've done it with one. Let's get it in." Because once, if we are heard, if we have that report stage and third vote uh, next Friday or the Friday after, we'll then be up into the House of Lords, and we're fairly confident that the House of Lords, because we've prepped um, some of the lords um, and ladies and baronesses up there uh, to, to help us get this through. Um, and we're fairly hmm. sure we'll get there, but we're not there yet. So we still need your support. We still need that polite pressure. But good. Boom! Well done. It's looking good. Uh, amazing. amazing, amazing. Well done, well done, Dave. I've got a really bright spot here. I'm going to have to shut the curtains here. We've got um, that's... Down there. We've got no sunshine up here. You lot have stolen. Oh, uh, <clears throat> blue sky. I get so bored of blue sky all the time. He's cold. All the time. Hey, I've got some. Um, I've got some good news for you. Care. I've got some good news for you. Here we oh, go. I, mean, I will right. say, but while you're talking about that, is Wanda, Wanda. She oh, might yeah. just. She might just be a character for something 
that myself and Kay are writing at the moment. So, so keep that in the back of your mind. She might just be a character in something that we're we're coming oh. up with at the moment. So look out for that. Oh, okay. A little teaser. Okay. <coughs> okay. Well, we we know a certain uh, Northampton chief constable, Nick Hadley. <laughs> What's he been yeah. doing now? Do you know Nick? Well, no. Well, he's only agreed to come on our frontline chat. Shut up. Nah. So I'm just going to arrange arrange a date. But just to let everyone know, we've got a few coming up, actually. Now, first of all, if you um, honestly, it's been lovely because I've spoken to and with the help of uh, Sophia, um, who's been absolutely brilliant from Cannes Communications, Cannes Communications, C-A-N-N. Um, sh- we've got Ian Paulston Davies, who is a you'll recognize him if you're a uh, Combination Street dramas. I mean, you look at his list and you will recognise him immediately, anyone out there, if you don't know his name. He is in a hundreds and hundreds of these dramas stuff and he's the nicest guy. And there's a bit of footage that I wanted to show on here, but I can't use it because it's officially the best acted F off that I've ever heard in a drama. I mean, it's so aggressive and angry and scary but i just can't use it what a shame but he is is, is but he's going to be great fun because he's actually from the other side for acting a lot of police a lot of um uh cid and uniform and that side of things but um and he he's a good man right so after we've got paul byrne who was a police officer and he's one of these people who um very comedic there's a few in the force isn't he and he's actually yeah left it was actually uh he left the police we, and he's doing we a bit do of, end up uh, comedy. With a lot of material don't we we do end up with a lot yeah. of material with the job that we do exactly that exactly that and so he's now a, a comedian and it works in charity and that side of things as well uh he's just going to be real fun interesting we can talk about um good times in the past on that side of things as well and how things have changed and all that but um yeah he's he's going to be fun um and then we've got john taylor we have got john taylor on the 27th uh, later, who's uh, mounted police in London? He was mounted police officer, and now he works for the Horses Trust, Horse Trust. Um, so again, we wanted someone for mounted police, didn't we? So we could talk about that side of things in London and all about the horses and how they how they work within the police and how they're trained and that side of things. So it's, it's, it's so there's, there's some few interesting things, and I've got a few more in the pipeline that hopefully come up. But um, so that's. Oh my God, yeah, Nick Hadley. He's going to be fun, isn't he? He's he is. I, I've been watching his stuff recently. Of all the people that might get me into trouble, it might be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I tell you what, I'll write it into his uh, contract that if you end up losing your job with your force, that he will immediately accept you into his. <laughs> you know what? That would be brilliant. I mean, I love my force. Don't get me wrong. But their dog section have just got Skoda VRSs as their dog oh. back. Boom. Just seen them, mate. I've just seen them. I nearly put them on here, and I thought, and I thought, and, the, and yeah, because he says he's got some good team to to actually. Because at one point we had the vehicle people in Devon and Cornwall. At one point we had um, there used to be uh, police officers who used to do it and all that, and then they, they have these vehicle user groups that discuss what it is, but. It was never decided by people who have to do the actual job themselves or, ever, who, or who have ever legally gone over 70 miles an hour in their life. Yeah. So 
And so we were getting, sometimes we've got some cars who are like, oh, why have you got, well, because they're cheap. And why would you want to go much more than 120 in a traffic car? Well, because your average saloon can do that now. And if you want us to keep up with anyone on the main M5 as it disappears into Somerset, then, you know, we really could do it. And it's, it's very much to do with torque and acceleration and brakes and things like that. And, I mean, the X5s we've got now are superb. They're good. But you always want a bit more. You know, you don't want to be... We, we found at one point we were just right on the ragged edge and you don't want yeah. to be there. No. You want to have some spare, don't you? But yeah. It, I mean, we've got, always... we've got stories about, um, again, like you say, about people not that don't actually do the job. And, and we had someone who helped design the vehicle and we weren't involved and they were five foot eight and our tallest handler was six foot four and we wear all this kit and he didn't wear any when he was measuring it all up and the bulkhead where the, the you know the cages be, uh, beyond that was so far yeah. forward that we were all sat like that we were all driving our cars like oh that. yeah bad backs and all sorts it was so yeah it's important yeah. that the end user gets involved in the design of these things and i know nick listens to his team um I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the thing the thing I like about Nick is he says, look, these are the vehicles we've got. Don't they look nice? Proud of the fleet of vehicles. And somebody then is putting on there saying, well, basically, they found like, what can I find negative about this? And so he, he was quite abusive in his sort of, you know, why are you why are you so macho about your vehicles and yeah. things like that? And it confused. Oh, well, you shouldn't be proud of your your fleet, should you sort of thing? And um, and he answers. He always answers in a very respectful way, but a surprising way, as we all know. From they're not used to coming from chief constable level, but it's always very much yes. It's sort of between the eyes, but it's not ranting. It's never ranting. Yes. It's very cleverly. He's very cleverly put. They are perfect. Anybody who doesn't follow him, I think he's only on Twitter, but go and have a look at Nick Adley, the chief constable of Nottinghamshire at yeah. Northamptonshire. Nottingham. He will have you <laughs> in He's no, Yeah, because what, what I found today, there was, he's put an answer, and I thought, oh, I've got to see what that, oh, tweet removed. Like, so they've obviously thought, now oh, I'll, I'll tell this chief where he can no, get off. <laughs> Nick's answered, <laughs> and then he, He's got to say, he's like, oh, I'm going to delete, delete, delete my tweet. <laughs> you know, because it's only yeah. Nick's haven't sat there. I'm going to get rid of this shine. All right, I'm going to, look, I'm going to draw the curtains. Stand by. Oh, no, that's better. Harry's gone. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Nick, he, he will take criticism, but, um, and he will answer people. Rather than shying away from answering some of the difficult questions on social media, he will answer them. Oh, Sorry, it's downstairs. <laughs> Down in a wine cellar. Yeah. Yeah, the police. Yeah, the yeah yeah. Th this is it. Uh, JDS is Nick Adley, the police king of Twitter. Yeah, he, he is good, and it just seems like such a good atmosphere in that fort. And the key thing is, is when you hear um, when you hear uh, other officers within that force, they've they've always got good to talk about him as well. You know, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like my chief now. Lucky enough to have met him a couple of times, aren't we, at Twitter awards and stuff and. Yeah, top guy. Do you came? You came. I yeah, do you know you what? Have I? That's, yes, that's where you and I first met at the uh, Northamptonshire. Twitter I know. Awards. I was looking at the photographs. Did I meet? I don't. I didn't know if I'd met Nick then. Did I meet him? Is he then? not? Or did we? He was there. Probably Is that not. how much he meant to you? Well, I was quite a, oh, a Twitter bad. virgin then. Really, I hadn't that done it too much. I'd, I'd caused a lot of fuss, but. I... <laughs> do you know what, Dave? You know. 
the way I can ask people to come on this frontline chat is I say, you're my insurance policy, because I said, we can't be too inappropriate because Dave's there and he's a serving <laughs> police officer. So... <laughs> That'll stop you in the past, Just... mate. It hasn't stopped you in the past. No, so they I mean, don't... No. All, sure all I, I said... like us on here swearing... Uh, every week, but yeah, I just can't, I'm not allowed. <laughs> I've got to be a good boy. <laughs> no, and and to be honest, it's quite nice as well because it gives us a break from all the all the controversial stuff a bit, doesn't it? It gives us a break from all that stuff for a little bit. The whole bit. point um, of this is it's supposed to be uh, three people sat in a pub, putting the world yeah. to rights, having a bit of a yeah. laugh at each other's expense probably most of the time. It's quite easy with Harry. Um, and just <laughs> relax and escape for, for an hour. It's certainly our hmm. escape, isn't it, every week, Harry? Well, yeah, it is. And we, we, because we were doing this initially, didn't we, a few times? We thought, oh, should we just stick it online? Because we were having a well of time entertaining ourselves. Yeah. So we just thought, <laughs> so what part of the world are you in at the moment? Are you far from home? Uh, no, no, about 45 minutes. Um, and um, don't okay. worry, I have a defence in law because this dog's behaviour is so serious. Um, that it's, yeah. she's either going to do someone a serious injury or she's going to be have to be put to sleep. So oh, no. I do yeah. have a oh, no. law before anybody Thanks, Dave. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was setting you up for one there. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Sorry. I completely... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were more aware of that than me. So, yeah, that's yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Jackie, Jackie. I tell you what, I was thinking about this. Look, look at this scandalous accusation, Jackie. This is a gin and tonic glass... But um, and uh, I think I bought it for Becky for Christmas because I had nothing else to to get her. And uh, one of the things, and she said that that's nice for an old lady. So I went that's right, a okay. Husband, Perry. I couldn't she think like, what to buy she... her, so I bought her this old tat. <laughs> Trouble is, she said I like bees once, and that's uh, that's it. I thought oh, she likes bees. It's got a glass with bees on it. I'll get it. And uh, so it's my gin and tonic glass, but that is water. I can assure you. Um, although in the summer. I remember in the summer once it would feel about right to have a nice little cold lager in, you know, in the hot sun outside now. And now I realise it's just way too early to do that in the winter, isn't it? It's just weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. What that weather does, what that thing does. Oh, t look at that. They're slagging off my glass. Look, this is <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just oh, they're just 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 impossible to get anything for. It's just I a bloody nightmare. It. We've got some answers like... coming from people watching on YouTube, which is fantastic because we're trying to grow our YouTube channel, aren't we, Harry? Oh yeah, yeah. If people can do us a favour. YouTube, please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel because we're just trying to grow that a little bit at the moment. We are woefully low on our YouTube channel. <laughs> We are woefully low on our YouTube channel. We're sort of 260 or something, which is which is rubbish, quite frankly. And it's just, and it's just, it's just because it basically most listen. We have. I'll tell you now. Um, it tells tells me now. We usually skim around a hundred. It can go up to 150 at the beginning, but people go, oh, "What's that?" And then they go, "Oh, right, okay." You know, and then they go off and do stuff. So we usually stick around a hundred live and then over the week with twitter facebook it goes to about ten thousand. or oh, did um was like that in about three days the other week it goes to about yeah. ten thousand views so that's really when it starts getting some stuff but our, our youtube one it still has about like 60 views i mean it's nothing so if you could subscribe on there it youtube then stick it in place that they wouldn't have otherwise you know with the more subscribes and likes yeah. and likes like it subscribe exactly. um 
Yeah, that's good. Oh, let me put this one up. Uh, let's put this. This sort of caught my eye, and this is a little bit more of the serious stuff. You won't read, be able to read this on your small phone, probably. But Duty Gold, yeah, Nick Nick Bailey, uh, Greater Manchester Police, uh, ACC, isn't he? I think uh, with yeah. six in custody for assaults to police officers and staff, including punch, headbutt, spitting, items thrown with off with one officer in hospital. This is not unusual, never acceptable. How many other jobs? This is a bit I often say, and you get all these people saying silly things. How many other jobs would staff keep coming back to work if this was their workplace? You know, you can, you know, and then say, well, you chose the job and you get some idiot like that. Um, but, you know, it, it's that is everywhere in every force. Yeah. Um, it's just nice for the AC to see ACCs and things to actually bring that up because the staff below them think oh they are no they are noticing at least you yeah. know um yeah you know and up, Cornwall. I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean this nastily but they, they you know they most of the time the bosses do sit in their offices and we worry on the street that they don't actually know what what's going on out there so it is nice yeah. to see that they do and the problem you know you know some people will always say well you chose the job and it's up to you and you can always leave if you want but that's not that's not the way to look at it you can't say you, you picked a violent relationship it's all your fault it's, you can't make the victim the victim again um no you know we have no. but we've had judges in the past haven't we that say well you can't be assaulted because you're a copper and you can't be offended because you're a copper but that's ridiculous you know i come from uh a, you know a, a family and i've got three kids and i live a normal life outside of policing so absolutely i can be assaulted and of course i can be offended so it doesn't yeah. help when people like so to have the backing of the bosses is amazing yeah, exactly. I mean, I always oh, use yeah, the phrase. Oh, yeah, the joyride. Now, this was very good. Now, I remember, see, so this, this was for everyone here. This was a Porsche um, that was being pursued by, do you know what force it was, Dave? I can't remember which force it was. No, I can't remember. Someone else come up here if you can. But basically, it was a really good commentary. And I know we sort of pride, proud us, pride ourselves as traffic officers or, or um, on ARVs. I would always think, I'd think, there's a car going by and you go, whoa, it's that car that's wanted on this, you know. And you go and you're straight after it and you think, and you get in position and then you go on the radio and inside you're going, yes, come on, you know, let's go. And on the radio you say, uh, okay, Victor, from Yankee 2 And you just put, yeah, you know, and you go, yeah. and then you go, and then you go, and you know that everyone's listening, right? And yeah. all the response officers and the cities and things and towns, yeah, Kevictor from Yankee F two eight. Um, we've got a failed stop. Uh, vehicles travelling at one four zero one hundred and forty miles now on the M five southbound. Have you got any vehicles ahead? You you've got to make it sound yeah. like a. This is your captain speaking. Yeah. We are going to. Yeah. We are now for Gran Canaria, and the weather is lovely. And you you've got to make it sound like that. It's getting. He was very much like that. We've got some incredible people on, on our teams that are, you know, exactly the same. And I'm sure, like you just said, it's like the duck on the water, isn't it? Underneath the water, it's, it's like that. But on top, it's this serene swan. <laughs> yeah. We're now passing Junction 8. <laughs> you got to always start, if you can make it sound bored, like you're slightly yeah, bored. <laughs> but there is a reason behind that. Because overall, the control room... The boss in the control room has over to think, mm, they're seeing red mist. So the officer's seeing red mist and they could say, stop the pursuit. Because if the other person, if it's like an American horror um, uh, action movie and it's like, God damn, he's going to get away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they're not like that in reality, but in their films they are. Uh, and 
They'll they just call it off. So you want to give that impression of complete calmness. Are they going to, they're not going to scrap a car. No, they wouldn't scrap a car of that value. Um, what they will do though, and this is where Nick Downing was very good at as well. I think he was involved very much with the, um, basically you'd get a load of uh, gang drug dealers um, and then they couldn't account for the wealth that they'd um, uh, you know, um, got themselves, basically. I couldn't think of the word. <clears throat> um, and so they then, they will then sell those and get the money and then put it into places that need to. So either to police force for one, but also where would that other, that money would go to victims, the victims yeah. of these crimes as well. So people who had yeah. been burgled and all this sort of thing. Um, and it was immense amounts of money. Uh, so it doesn't sit in the bank account like it used to. You couldn't prove it was stolen, so it just sat there in their bank accounts. Now, whew, houses sold. That car there uh, was a stolen car, so it'll go straight back to its owner, won't it? Um, if yes. I remember right, it was just a stolen vehicle. Well, I'd imagine um, it'll go to the insurance company. Yeah, I mean, the, the owner yeah. might, there might be something to do there. With the, the insurance company would try and recoup whatever cost they could by selling it at auction, I would I would imagine, depending on how much it cost to to, 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 to fix it. But, yeah, the insurance company will always try and recoup what they can. There's a, a, lot, a lot of stories here about <clears throat> nurse who was spat at, yeah, and who was off for a, a, a year with the after effects. To be honest, we always dreaded the spitting was nasty beforehand. COVID was just an additional before it was hepatitis B, C, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and um, no doubt before that it was HIV yeah. when HIV wasn't so controllable. Um, so it, hep C, I remember, was the biggest scary yeah. one because we yeah. knew people who had hep C. They would have warning markers yeah. um, and needed it. It got to the point where it needed to 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 be there so that um, it could be dealt with in a certain different way, perhaps. Um, when I say that, you probably have another officer there so that if it did end up in a melee, you could control them a lot more. Uh, you know, you... Oh, Harry's frozen. Harry, you're frozen. I can't even see in people's comments if you tell me that he's frozen or if it's me. Hello. Right, it did that last time. Okay. I don't know what it is. Dave will be back soon. Sorry about that, but we it sort of buffers Today. through a bit, doesn't it? Um, it should, Dave should be come, come back pretty soon, having trouble to connect. This is often caused... Right, okay. This happened before. When I had my sort of interview with Sophia, it, every 20 minutes or so, it went off for about 30... Um, well, 10 seconds. So I don't know what it is. I don't know. What it's either my internet connector or... Well, I'm going to keep talking because Harry can't. Can you not hear yeah. me, Harry? Oh, okay. Can yeah. you hear me now? Cool. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. I could. I could hear you, but I could still see me. Uh, so I carried on talking for a bit because I wondered whether it was you or me or me or you or. Yeah, no, I've I've tried it out. When you get when you get the whirly thing, you're completely gone and no one can hear you. Um, but it only it comes back automatically. I don't know what it is, but it's done it a few times now. It's very frustrating. Cool. Um, but hopefully we will be back now. I, I'm sure it'll be. It's all, it's all Harry. It's, just, it's all Harry. Call me, yeah. Call see. me scapegoat Tangy. No, scapegoat no, Tangy. Linny's on, on YouTube. Thanks, Lynn. I know. And and, and Catherine Ooh. is on YouTube. Please, please make sure that you Harry, are subscribing to us. Harry, they, um, I think they could see and hear us both, but we couldn't see and hear each other. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, 
Well, Sophia's just come in because Sophia's stalking us as well. And she's just said, thank you, Sophia. She says, Harry, I better read it first in case you've been rude later on. No. You freeze. <laughs> Harry, you freeze, but David's still there, like oh. the other night with us, just for info. So he should keep talking when you freeze. Okay. So <clears throat> did you ever disappear for you? No, no, I'm you still all... there for me. Right, okay. So the rules is, if you can see yourself, just you're okay. You're online. Try not to swear. <clears throat> I'm sure it's my end. It yeah, is my end. I don't I'm know sorry. what it is. You live in Devon, so you live in the arcade, so um, it's going to be you, mate. I'm going to I'm going to speak to... I think it's... Yeah. It's difficult. I'm going to speak to Virgin, is what I was trying to say. Why did I hesitate saying that? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, look. And Daksha Patel. Thank you. Daksha. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going for it. Daksha. Hiya, Harry and Dave. Yeah, YouTube as well. Thank you. Please subscribe. We need subscribers on YouTube. Uh, Sophia, we were talking, if you weren't earlier here earlier, we were talking about your tweet this morning about um, <laughs> stalking, she says, you cheeky git. Uh, it's, it's, um, we were talking about the uh, mispronunciations of names and how annoying it, it can be. But um, Mate, which I know I did. Whenever I go on telly, I'm always waddle, waddle, wardle. It's, like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's clearly spelt war, del, W A R, yeah. war. I, I can Del. see the anger. Del. I can Del. see the anger. Big, I, I could also. Called, big company called Dell. You don't call them Dell. I could also. <laughs> okay, Waddle. Right. <laughs> I, I could also. I could also see the anger in Sophia's tweet. And then Alex came in, uh, her husband, and he was, yeah, and another thing. <laughs> and then he was fine. <laughs> but I, I sit in dentists. And I love just sitting there in the in, in the waiting room, all right? Because I quite enjoy dentists myself. I find them a challenge. And um, yeah, and uh, it's, it's out, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my hat now. And I just love it. I just wait until they go. Uh, is there Tangle. Mr. Tangle. Mr. And you could see them. Shall I? Shall I attempt it? Shall I attempt Tangle. it? And I just wait. Tingle. I let them suffer. Tingle. <laughs> it's either Tanj, Tanji. Tanji is the favourite. Tangy. Let's face it, it is spelt tangy. Tangerine. But it's pronounced tangy. Flat. Well, I was saying, the, 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 the little yobs used to call me orange. You know when tangy, tango came in with yeah. you slapping either side? Have you yeah. been tangoed? And it would be, you've been tangoed! But I didn't get slapped, no. Phase, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't, because I would have completely lost it if I had. <laughs> it was very popular where, where I lived in southeast London at the time to just run around. I didn't do it, of course, because that would be a breaking the law. But just to run around the streets slapping yeah. people around the face, shouting tango. Current. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Burst. It's funny, isn't it? Burst eardrums and all that. Can you imagine yeah. nowadays? Oh, my God. Mind you, all I do is now is, is watch TV dramas and programmes in the past, you know, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine nowadays? Oh, my God. No, it was a no. different I watched, world. I watched Bottom the other day, and, I, and Bottom is hilarious, but you wouldn't get away yeah. with that human nowadays. No, no. Um, yeah, no, all that, all that stuff. But then, you know, I was making pipe bombs when I was a kid, and we all had knives. But we all had them. Somebody said this on Twitter, and he's absolutely right. We all had pen knives on us, but um, we just didn't even consider using them for bad reasons. No, it was just 
It was just we had Seven. a penknife on us. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. You'd be on a terrorist uh, now. You'd be on some sort of watch list. Oh, I totally you, would have. I mean, if you were still making bombs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally would have. I mean, we did run from the police once, but I think they were just coincidence. When I did set the bomb off and it literally took a crater out of the beach and then we all ran off uh, away from it. And just as, I mean, literally, I've never heard anything. I mean, I've shot shotguns with you. I mean, there's nothing compared to this thing. And it just rained shrapnel. And I just remember, and I was 12, you know, but I just remember hearing these sirens and I thought, oh, that's it now. We're done. Should, We're I, done. should I do a disclaimer? Should I just do that? Frontline town does not condone the use of explosives by children. Pipe bombs, explosives, don't do it. Don't do it. I won't I won't give you I don't know if it, if it I don't know if on my book, you know, the if I don't know if my book I put the ratio of sugar and uh weed killer. But you could just buy those things in those days. Yeah. You don't read that one, that's a better book. That's a better book. Uh you could just buy that stuff in those days. Walk in and the guy was like, You've got a load of weeds, mate, haven't you? Yes, mister. <laughs> Can I have another bag of weed killer? You can't do that now, of course. <laughs> Not without ticking uh, certain lists. And, and G- That's probably why you keep freezing. GCHQ are tagging into your... Uh, your oh. Uh, oh, I'm watching on YouTube, but I have no means to write. So watching on my iPad as well with the sound down and sending this. Oh, right. Thank you, Jackie. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah. That's double down. If everybody did that, that would double our viewing figures. We'd have twenty it'd be the same <laughs> the same people, but we'd have twenty thousand views. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Right. Pen up right, Kurt. Us girls had pen knives to make bows and arrows to fight the boys. Right. I have got a photo somewhere of us three boys and a girl, which my family and two parents. <clears throat> and we had this is the bit where I had no money at all, no cash, but we had five and a half acres and and we just on the Cornish and coast and, had no money. and we used yeah, no, and yeah, and a Bentley, but it was not, not, not a new one or anything. It was quite an old one. And, uh, and we used to make bows and arrows out of tamarisk, this tree called tamarisk. And it's, it's, uh, so it's a real nostalgic tree to me because we used to, there was really just enough strength and then get a bit of string, bend it. And these arrows which you used to make with feathers in one end spike in the end they used to fly hundreds of meters i mean they were deadly Blimey. Blimey. we were about 11 doing that as well we... <laughs> well there you go there's harry condoning the uh, offensive weapons and explosives exactly i That's think i kept it i think i did keep them to the parameters of my of our grounds at that point so it was all right <laughs> it did the horizon which was the end of your grounds but do you remember, actually, there was a whole discussion because every police officer had a penknife, uh, these knives, but then they got into lock knives with the Leatherman, with a lock knife yeah. and all that. And then they sort of suddenly realised that actually, you know, they're saying, look, we've got excuses because I've been in cars where I've cut seatbelts and stuff. Yeah. So that was the thing. But there was a big hoo-ha, wasn't there, about, yeah, oh, you know, are you legally carrying these knives or not? Yeah. You know, it's got to Absolutely. Be- well, I would suggest that oh. the officer does have a, a right to uh, or, or a need oh. to carry those knives. Mark suggests that I had something to do with the Exeter bomb. <laughs> you know, the, will definitely you, be on to you. Did you see the drone footage? If you haven't, yeah. guys and girls out there, just watch yeah. the um, Devon and Cornwall drone. And they've got the heat, the, the thermal imagizer, imagizer, imagizer. I can't speak with this week. No, you can't. I can't. I can't. 
Um, and you could see it just shows how bits of red hot like shrapnel were flying. Oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's a pretty densely populated part as well, wasn't it? So there was lots of damage. Well, it's caused, totally it's damaged it. a whole load of buildings. Yeah. It's whole corners of buildings. Like that can, can lay undisturbed for, for you know, 70 <clears throat> odd years. Um, yeah. Thank God yeah. it did. Yeah, there was probably someone mowing one day and it was like... Mm, <laughs> 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 it was like uh, uh what what's maybe there's a reason why they aren't answering about rory what have we missed oh no no rory's still he's still sorry i haven't I can't oh see the rory today. your dog uh, rory yeah i can't see the comments today because i'm on my phone there's not enough screen space to see mm. the comments as well uh yeah rory's still with us uh i don't know how much for how much longer he's he's getting weaker but i mean he's still he's still Aww. feeding like he's still eating like you wouldn't believe um he's still enjoying cuddles and stuff um, I mean, the only thing I would say is he's 12 years old. So he's done, he's done incredibly well for a mastiff. That not often they live. Uh, That's live amazing that for a he big dog. He will tell us. He will tell us when the time is is right. He will tell us when it's time to to let him go. And and uh, anybody who's ever had uh, an animal will know how terribly heartbreaking it is and how it never gets easier. And I'm going to stop talking about it because you're going to make me cry. But oh um, no, he, he's all right at the moment. But I suspect sometime soon he will say, that's enough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then I think we'll give you a week off, mate, because it's going to yeah. take a while. <clears throat> I might be yeah. smiling, but that's because I'm trying to stop myself from welling up. <laughs> mate, you're still with us. <laughs> so we'll change the subject. We'll change the yeah. subject because, uh, yeah, mate, I know it's like a member of the family. It is not... Yeah just a dog isn't it no definitely um, they are I, mean, oh, I love my dogs see this is the trouble when you've only got one person checking all the oh no that's the wrong one it's moved up but anyway glad to get that somebody said at least he answered uh rory uh, glad they answered about rory sorry i missed that guys i can't i am a bloke i can't multitask you know yeah and then, it's, just, it's just been a bit of a busy week with um trying to get people to write <coughs> Uh, Jacob Reese, Marg, and Finslaw Part Two, and work and dog training. It's just been a little bit of a busy week. So if we haven't updated you, then I, I'm really sorry. Um, but there's it's yeah, been, yeah. It's, as it always is in the Wardell household, it's been quite busy. <laughs> Seven dogs. It is. I mean, cat, three kids, yeah. parrot. I was taking the mick out of you last time. I was taking the mick out of you last time with them. Um, while you were, I was taking full advantage while you weren't here, saying how you lost one of your kids in the kennels for three days. And, uh, you know, you've got so many dogs and kids. <laughs> but this is the Never a dog moment never... in our house. I was trying to look at that for that crater with the inspector in the crater uh, of, this, of this dog. Not of this dog. Well, they oh, right. Just, okay. stood in the crater, were they? Oh, no. This was... I, I think this is the before photo. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> <coughs> it look doesn't look that big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is phenomenal, isn't it? That, I mean, that that explosion was phenomenal. I'll try to get it for yeah. people. As, um, I will try to get, get it for people. There's other ones there. but uh, Oh, here we go. Let's, we, we'll stick it on. Let's stick this on. All right, let's move this to the side. Stand by. Right, I don't. I forget if I've got sound, so don't worry. Okay. 
pop you might not have the sound. You did if you lived there. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I mean, and that had that uh, had a load. It had a um, a sand. What do they call it? A sand parcel round it. So it was packed. Yeah. With sand, and it's. I mean, tons of. Yeah. Just incredible. <laughs> Just incredible. That's what it was used to be like in Harry's PSD when he put. A yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the beach I used to go to. Um, yeah. So this was just going back to that thermal one, and you see the little white hot metal fly. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, so you can see. It's a beauty. Yes, yeah. was... I mean, our, our military do that day in, day out, up and down the country, whizzing around. Uh, you ever give, had to give them a police escort? I had to uh, help them once with a police escort to get into, yeah. I think it was to get into Luton to disarm something. Um, but yeah, they're whizzing around, uh, uh, diffusing stuff all the time. Absolutely incredible bunch of people. Great laugh as well. Great laugh. <clears throat> I mean, and do people know? Do people know that? The, the, yeah, yeah. Do people know that the because um, they're based? Uh, I don't know how many other bases they've got, but they the base down here in Plymouth where they come out from. But the um, the sort of crocodile the the tracks the the sort of um, tank track type vehicle they have, you know, the radio controlled one, and that just fires uh, when they're actually getting to car boots or briefcases. So it fires a jet of water. That's all it's yeah. doing. Yeah. But it is will literally go through metal. I mean, it's phenomenal mm. stuff. Well, maybe we but, should see if we can get a retired um, bomb disposal on here. I bet they'll have some stories. The red wire. Yeah. No, the, the blue wire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> to be honest, do you remember when we were getting, you know, the old white powder stuff was turning up everywhere and we were having loads of... And it got to the point, we used to have a hoax person saying... Saying that all the school, you know, they'd phone around the country saying some school had this, whatever. And um, so, you know, we, there's certain levels that we go through. And I was on the, the response sergeant and there's, I'm not going to go through it in here. So we could tip people off, but there were certain levels you would go to. So you, you had a good idea of how to attend it. And of course, you can't just clear a whole city or a massive block of flats for some guy going on the phone, oh, there's a bomb in there. So there's other things you'll do to, to minimise the risk. And then, and if it's a private property, you give it, you give the, the the owner of the property the decision. But obviously, if there's any intel or, or a series or something like that, then you deal with it in certain different levels. But yeah. there was, we were getting a loads and loads of fakes. And so you, you just use your sensible thing. You get certain training, you don't unzip the bag like that. You know, but I had a... My little penknife, I used to go into the side of these bags or whatever. Um, <laughs> and you just go for it, literally just open, get your torch in there, and you can see, oh, school books, okay, yeah. right, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I used to, so, you know, this little uh, Aldi penknife for three ninety nine had had defused about eight bombs. <laughs> <laughs> which such a hero. Happened... You, you never mentioned yeah. it in the book, Harry. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't that. Uh, that's a, that'll be a whole chapter in book two. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, so or it's almost disappointing when there's a school bag and you go, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, not, not to sort of give away any secrets, but, you know, if it, if it was in a, a tourist hotspot, you wouldn't have a clue. There'd be a whole team of people working while you're doing your touristy thing, whole team of people yeah. working around you trying to figure out if it is viable. And you just would not have... The, a flipping clue that they were there doing it no. just so that they don't have to evacuate some of the most densely populated 
you know parts of of the country but um again incredible, incredible the, the only way you'll the only way in devon and cornwall you'll know police officers on the beach are the uh, the black and white checkered speedos you know uh... <laughs> i thought you were going to show us yours then for a second harry <laughs> yeah, can you imagine oh forgot my trousers yeah. anyway look five o'clock i know that's mate. it i know i've got to go home that's it <laughs> yeah you're gonna go. i'll let you get home mate thank you people have been amazing today haven't they thank you ever so much out there thank so um the finn's law is the big thing Finn's law part two keep the pressure on keep your um your mps interested yeah, in pushing that side of things email jacob b smog he loves it he actually yeah. mentioned you lot in parliament saying <laughs> had a, a ton of email i promise you so fantastic Jacob Rees-Mogg. Well, okay, because I quite like him, mainly for the fact that he's really entertaining in Parliament. I know it's just a joy to have someone who's a bit of fun. What What is politics and what you believe? That's another matter. Well, it's up to you. But, uh, yeah, more the more the merrier. Yeah, <coughs> and I'm sure he'll drink, and I'm sure he'll drink Fortnum's tea, personally. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, Guaranteed. Right, guys, thank you ever so much. I'm right, gonna, we'll I'm leave gonna, it there. I'm going to leave this day behind before the police something sorry i pressed the button by mistake see you guys see you next week cheers